Hello everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of The Technical Area. With me, your host, Gaffer Gramer, once again. I've played some football manager this week. I'll be on the touch. So I'm starting to really fall back in love with that great game. Finding the little moments of time I haven't been able to find much of in the last couple of weeks, couple of months, really. So hopefully I'll have a, a season review, a season update coming on that very soon over on the blog. As I try and take Atlanta United to winning a continental trophy. As I've decided to try and do something there. It's kind of a Pentagon type challenge with FM Touch this year. See how many international cup competitions I can win with different clubs in different continents. So Atlanta will be my North American entry. It will not be done in the same save universe however because of the limitations that FM Touch does provide. But still, hopefully I can have a trophy in the cabinet and move on there to somewhere soon. I'll be able to keep you updated as this progresses over the next couple of weeks and more than likely months. The San Lorenzo save has not been forgotten, but I haven't loaded that up. Probably will try and squeeze some time in after recording this and before the Manchester United and Liverpool match tonight, which of course will be getting my undivided attention. Thank you to everyone as well for the positive responses after episode 61 last week. Trying something a little different, as we said, where, you know, trying to take something a little contentious. Try and take a topic and have a little kind of discussion, argument or debate about it rather than the usual team-led or topic-led episodes that we've done in the past here before. So episode 62, as I put the list down in the episode notes last week, I made the mention of. And um, again, I'll be putting the list of the following episodes, 63 to 69, in the episode notes again. But episode 62, attribute masking on is better than off. There's plenty of responses to the polls put out. A few additional comments sent in. There's no one took up the, the option of sending in a little voice message. But if you do, it's made very, very easy for you by Anchor. So this podcast is hosted by Anchor. They're owned by Spotify now. And with Anchor, what you can do is I'll put a link down below. It's anchor.fm forward slash the technical, the hyphen technical hyphen area forward slash message when you go in there if you click the link you can just record a little voice message that gets sent straight to me yeah, it can be done through i think it can be done through the browser on your phone tablet definitely done through your laptop or if you have yourself have a podcast that's hosted by anchor well you can of course you can send it in there through the app as well that way then these voice messages can be added into the podcast you can have your say on some of these controversial topics. If you don't feel comfortable and no one does, well, it's not something lost. It's it's no issue at all. I just want to put open the doors and give the opportunity there to you, the community, to you know, convince me otherwise. I suppose, or maybe you want to agree with me on what I'm trying to say. Because this week I'm trying to tell you that attribute masking on, being turned on, is better than attribute masking being turned off. And it's a topic of conversation that comes about every year. Attribute masking. How often you see it on Twitter, you see it on Slack, you see it in YouTube and Twitch streams. It doesn't You cannot look anywhere without attribute masking being a topic of conversation that comes up in some places. And I suppose for many people, it's a very, very simple decision to turn it on. For many, it's a simple decision to turn it off. 
for many they do take you know a little bit of time and consideration whether or not they do want to pursue that option back in episode 23 we talked a lot about episodes there was a I reference a fantastic guide to fm.com piece about players' attributes, where it defined players' attributes as the skills that are the most important factor in determining the player's performance. Other factors also affect how a player retains his attribute ratings as he ages, such as his professionalism, personality attribute, and the amount of competitive match experience he is given. Passion FM also had a great little piece on football managers player attributes and hidden attributes again both of these pieces will be linked down below if you want to read them again and so will a link to episode 23 if you do want to listen back but in football manager we do have three types of attributes technical sorry four types i apologize the first one is technical attributes so players qualities with the ball in all phases which is an obvious determinant on a player's performance in a game the second is mental attributes players characteristics understanding understanding movement and creativity a player's ability to handle pressure and play consistently physical attributes underpins the overall quality of a player they can play more often fit into different squads they have the endurance to perform at a higher level for longer so i think you know the difference there possibly between ronaldo and rooney players of similar age where ronaldo's physicality has kept him at the top for longer the fourth category of attributes are the ones you cannot see on the screen unless you choose to those are the hidden attributes and what happens with hidden attributes is these are some of the little things that can really define how good how bad a player is they're not visible for you because it's kind of their personality they're kind of whether these under the hood type of things that you know it's better off to let these come as your competent scout uncover them rather than you know being able to see them that's my opinion though so, so, and that's the thing. Why is attribute masking such a topic of conversation? Why is that an option to turn it on or off? Why do FMers discuss at length whether or not they should turn them off, whether they should mask attributes or not? There's plenty of good reasons on both sides. I'm telling you, here and now, that it's better on being turned on, better being turned off. Because when we go into a football manager, we want to feel real. We want to be football managers. We want to be really making those decisions. And let's be honest, there is no manager in the world who can have a total and clear picture of every player on the planet. Understanding how good and adept this player is across passing, they're off the ball, their bravery. A total and clear picture cannot be taken of every player at first glance. And the thing is, even from us, although we can see the same numbers, the same attributes, the views of our, of these players can be different from manager to manager. Because we might have different expectations of players. We might look for different attributes in players in that in the same way as say FM Grasshoppers Fever that we spoke about again in episode twenty three, back in FM when Gra FM Grasshopper took that, you know, line of investigation back in fm 17 but even as a case of coach the coach can have different views of players and their attributes scout to scout totally different dif differences of opinion and the thing is when we break our backroom staff down into teams coaches scouts and medical teams the management that's you as the manager 
you rely on these coaches on these teams within your background staff you rely on these teams on their judgments their information they provide you so if you want to make fm feel real if you want to make fm feel like it's you know this could be you in an alternate universe then you have to rely on these virtual characters you have to rely on their abilities to make judgments and provide you with information on these players and the thing is if they're not being able to see clearly and they get it wrong that is totally fine because real managers get it wrong real coaches get it wrong real scouts get it wrong so it's okay if it's wrong in football manager because again it feels real and if you have attribute masking turned on, why have you got this? Why why are you looking for scouts? What are scouts really going to do for you? Because when you have these scouts and you put them out to work, they can unearth hidden attributes. Guy to FM says these attributes, hidden attributes, are there's six of them for which a player's ratings are unknown. However, with your coaches and your scouts. They will refer to each of these hidden attributes for which they believe a player has a particularly good or poor rating in the pros or cons section shown on a player's coach or scout report. Their ability to play well in good matches. That's one of the hidden attributes, for example. Their injury proneness. This is what your scouts and coaches will tell you. You just need to rely on them. You don't need to have your hidden attributes turned on and visible either. Because then, if you again, if you tap into your scouts, why are you looking to build a scouting team that has knowledge from all across the world to tap into the scouts' personal repertoire of knowledge? Because when you have scouts who have knowledge of different re- nations and different regions, you then have suddenly the ability to develop a more clear and concise picture, more detailed picture. Of the better talents in these nations and regions for which these coaches and scouts have their high levels of knowledge. And the thing is, again, I'm going to use that word trust. We have to trust them. And if you can hire the best scouts, looking at we can we can see very clearly how to do it. Adaptability, player rating, oh sorry, judging player potential, judging player ability. They are the main attributes for a scout. So if you can get the best scouts in with the best attributes in those areas, they can help us understand where they compare to the squad of players currently at our disposal. And then the thing is, though, we don't just make judgments based off what a scout says. Because often we have to trust the judgments of coaches with our attributes. Just because coaches can also make judgments and provide information on players' abilities. And using this information, we can then compare players now on where they potentially may be, potentially could be. Although they're not scouts, we do have to question their ability to judge as reliably. Because, of course, where a scout's primary job and function is to make judgments and assessments of players. Coaches, their primary function, of course, is the coach. So the judgment will come in, but those attributes, those ratings may not be as high. Because when you go to hire a coach, I don't think you'll tend to hinge on a coach's ability to judge player ability and potential. If I know anything, you're looking at 
the DDM, the determination, discipline, man management attributes. You are looking at their preferred formations. You're looking at their personality. Because the thing is, if you're hinging on the ability to judge, a, if you're hinging an appointment based on a scout's ability to judge player's ability and player potential, that usually is then being reserved for the assistant manager or the head of youth development. It won't just be your general coach who does your attacking training or defending training or goalkeeping training. Because the thing is as well, when we take over a squad, when we take over a, a club, the attributes of every player is visible to you. It allows, again, you, without the scout, the coach's influences, to compare players to one another. We know that these attributes are subject to growth, depending on factors such as, as we said already, playing time, mentality, age, etc., etc. So the thing is, if attributes can change so much, we can often see, if we look at a player, if we have a master or not, it might be a range. That's because you haven't got a great player knowledge uh, attribute yourself with the masking turned on. Is it really important then? Because if these attributes are subject to change, what does it really matter? Whether they're turned on or off. Why not just leave them off and get a snapshot of a moment in time? with the extra details from a scout or from a coach because the thing is with the, with the, when attributes are unmasked football manager becomes a totally different game and 54.2% of people who voted on the poll here they have attribute masking turned off 28.6% of them said it's for time saving reasons 14.3% said it's Football manager is easier to play. It's easier to do. Play this game with attribute masking turned off than it is to be turned on. Now, of course, that leaves a massive majority and 57.1% saying other reasons. But there was, when I did ask for extra comments, there was no comments given. So I don't really know what other reasons people would have attribute masking turned off for. And I get it in terms of time saving. And I get it if you're a lower league manager. Because if you're a time-poor football manager player, with a game that's as immersive and dense, information dense as this, having attributes unmasked, it does make a lot of sense. It can allow you to make judgments quicker. It can allow you to make decisions quicker. And it can streamline your ability to play the game. Because you're not re relying on a skill to come back to you three, four months down the line. That could be in three or four weeks by the time you get around to it. Real-world weeks. So... Jumping in, making this decision. Yeah, fine, I can do it now. Because I know what this player's like. Okay, I get it. But how do you use scouts? Do you even appoint scouts? Or do you care about the information they give you? For those people who are doing content creation, especially video-based content, I know many might say it's easier to have attributes masking off because you can engage your audience here with, with better visibility of these players. But is it worthwhile? That's my question. Is it worthwhile in being able to just go around, oh, look at this player, look at this player, one look at here, one look at there, whatever it is. Because if you're trying to, like say, demonstrate your scouting, how your, your recruitment model 
how does your scout actually fit into this? And because you know all the answers already. It's like going in to do a test, but you've been given the answers. And you can sit there with the answers while you do the test. So why why have actually been asking off? For lower league managers, I can understand the cost effective nature of this. There's no hassle, you can see every player's abilities. You don't have to be constantly seeking trialists to bring them in to build up your knowledge. Finding new signings is easier because, you know, there's less unknown. And especially when you're if you're starting off with one of these hardcore challenges where you have no you've no qualifications as a manager, that means you've less attribute points to spend on yourself for your player knowledge. Of course, it makes it very, very easy to see every player's attributes and know who to bring in. Here's another question, and I'm sure many people have this one for me. Would you hide a staff member's attributes before you hire them? Wouldn't you want to be able to see every staff member's attributes, potentially potential appointments? Because imagine if attribute masking went to this level of comprehensiveness. Imagine if football managers' attribute masking turned on meant you couldn't see potential coaches and potential staff members' attributes before you hired them. Imagine needing to interview potential candidates to see if their attributes, what their attributes are, and make a decision then if they're a good hire. Imagine having to, or it's a case of if they apply for the job, then you can see their attributes. But before they apply for the job, you can't see. Imagine how tedious football manager would be then. Because then again, you'd have no real ability to go out and headhunt staff members without reaching out to the ether to see who communicates back. You're, it, it then a case of like imagine you can't head on to it's now he oh he's a great name in real life we all know sometimes a football manager real life and football manager don't really translate but whether a player is or is uh you know exaggerated ability wise in football manager the underwhelming real life or vice versa and the same could be done with a coach and black cfm has a fantastic point to make and i, I couldn't but agree with this my two pennies worth. FM depends on realism for its appeal. The realism enables suspension of disbelief. But it doesn't follow that each and every addition to realism is a good thing. Such additions need always to be balanced against FM's ludic quality. I accept that disabling masking reduces realism. But for a congenitally impatient person such as myself, masking is infuriating. I want the information. And I want it now. But what if there is a way for you to have the information? If you to have it now. Because what about statistics? Statistics are becoming more prominent in football. And as such are becoming more prominent in football manager. Scouts are now no longer your only source of information for potential recruits. They're now part of a recruitment team. Because statistics are now more involved in signing a player. And the football manager has reflected this by the creation of recruitment analysts in-game. You have the ability to play football manager attributeless. Of course, you do need to modify the skin so the numbers are hidden or replaced with graphic representations. But nonetheless, you are able to look at a player's statistics and make a judgment. You are able to decide just what way you are going to qualify whether a player is good or not whether you're going to quantify a player's actual ability 
and make informed decisions based on these numbers. If a player's dribbling is 15, he's a winger, but in a match completes one dribble and has a success rate of 0%. Are you going to go out and sign a base on its attribute or its statistics? If you don't look at the statistics, you might see, well, those dribbling is 15. When he dribbles, he doesn't do it a lot. And when he doesn't, and not only does he not do it a lot, he's also not very successful at doing it. Same with crossing, shooting. So why not look to statistics? I know there's people finding bugs and issues with them in Football Manager 21 this year. But why not adapt your approach to move this way? To get the information now. Because it's there. It's available each season. Just make sure that at the end of each season, you save the game as a separate file. So you have the data there to make your informed decisions. Because the thing is, if a player with lower attributes is not signed by you, they can go on to have a more significant contribution in the, your competitions you're playing in for a different team than you expected because of the st- if you'd looked at the statistics, you would have seen something different. Before he signed for Leicester, before he got to the Premier League, Jamie Vardy, for example, his attributes of football manager would not have been what they became. But then again, Jamie Vardy with Leicester may have had excellent statistics in-game. So, would his statistics have shown the real picture? Or his attributes have hidden it? So why rely on attributes of football manager when you can just look at the statistics to get the answers anyway? And it's not just attributes that will define how good a player is. Player traits, for example. A player's ability to develop inclinations towards creating certain events happening on the pitch. They can also dramatically influence just how good a player is. And they don't rely on attributes. Although the attributes can help you decide what traits to train a player towards. Or to, you know, unlearn from a player, for example. Player traits can also mean you get a totally different player. One who moves beyond the metric of attributes. Because the thing is, attributes only paint a part of the picture. There's no real need for them to be visible for everyone. All the time. Because there's other ways for you to find your answers. And maybe other ways for you to get a better and clearer picture on what the attributes may show. Now, I may have raised some blood pressure and some people listening there. Or I could have people nodding in agreement. I don't know. Let me know. You'll find the, the links to the socials for yourself and the podcast Twitter accounts down below. So feel free to get in touch. Send a message. The email links are also down below. Send a DM like Black CFM did. Thank you, by the way, for sending that in. It was really a very, very well written piece, very well written opinion. And, uh, yeah, very well composed. So thank you for saying that in Black CFM. And if you want to share your two cents with me on any future topics, feel free. Do it way Black CFM did it and still DM on Twitter. Absolutely fine. No problem at all. If you enjoyed this podcast and you've enjoyed the others, 
I'll just ask you to do me one thing then and give us a little review on whatever platform it is you're listening on if they offer reviews. Maybe, you know, whether it's just clicking whatever star rating you feel is fair or whether or not you want to leave a, a written review. That, everything is greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Episodes 63 to 69 have been are all in the draft process now. You'll find the list down below if you want to do some forward thinking and some additional research. Black CFM did send me a nice little piece well worth read that I really enjoyed reading. So um, I'll also link that down below on attributes and the like. Episode 63 next week, we're going to be talking about why you should turn off the transfer window in your first season in Football Manager when you load up the game. Episode 64. We talk about delegating everything to the staff make makes FM a better game. Episode sixty five: Why the two D match engine is better than the three D match engine. Sixty six: You should only use default tactics and not waste time creating your own. Episode sixty seven: New gens ruin FM. Change my mind. Episode sixty eight: Trophies, not tactics, shows you're better FM at FM. And episode sixty nine: the, the last in this mini series. I'd rather have an FM son than a stadium named after me. So if you want to start thinking ahead, you want to send in a voice message, a DM, whatever it is, whether or whether you want to just give me a little vote on a poll or maybe an additional comment, whatever it is each week, every contribution is welcome. Yeah, and that list will be found down below. So have a read through it there again. But otherwise, thank you for listening. If you want to start your own podcast and do better than me, or you want to learn up for stock footage, check out Pond5. That's where the theme song for this episode comes from. It's uh, not a sponsor, just credit where credit is due for a nice tune, I, I feel anyway. But until next week, stay safe. Summer is coming, and there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'll talk to you as we edge a little bit closer. Bye now.